Welcome back to the BB Show, ladies and gentlemen. As always, I'm your host, Beebs. I'm here with my co-host, Chen. We're here for some NBA Tuesday. Let's kick it off. We'll just kind of go around the league a little bit here to kick off our uh, this fine NBA Tuesday. So, Chen, I'll throw it to you. What's uh, What stuck out to you in the last week? We'll even go two weeks. NBA. Ah, uh, yeah, NBA. no. So here, here's a guy, uh, Stephen Curry, that dropped 47 uh, not too long ago. Is in last he have, night. He had 47 last night. I was 47. Gonna, I have them written down in my notes. They almost lost their sixth straight game last night. They did, and that was actually what I was going to pivot to because, uh, you know, Steph Curry is going to be Steph Curry. But we're at the point in the season now where our concerns become, well, more concerning. And Clay Thompson just has not been the same player. I mean, even really dating back to last year, which no one can really expect. I mean, the man was out of basketball for two or three years, had severe – injuries you know just just i was like achilles uh acl just the worst and so you didn't expect them to come back the same player but i think it does raise questions especially a team that is got a lot of young guys do you really consider moving you know the other of the splash brothers and between curry and clay that you move them and I know that sounds crazy. I think a lot of Warriors fans would probably put a gun on my moving, head for saying it. Moving on from Clay, I'm saying you trade him now while his value's the highest. I don't think he's going to get much better. He's only going to get older. That's just oh, my two cents. I, I'm going to push back pretty hard on that. So, I would. <laughs> I know. I would, I would move him to the bench for Jordan Poole before I would. Before I would trade him, <laughs> if that makes sense. I, I just don't. He's only under contract. On for me. He's only under contract until next year. So, exactly. So why worry about paying him? You know who's down the line for team chem many. for team for team chemistry. But, if they move on, yeah. what I'm saying is this: if they just for for team chemistry reasons, they just they're not going to move Clay Thompson. Okay, let's just. We're all talking hypotheticals. Uh, I think we can probably both agree. won't. We no, yeah, can both it's... agree this is highly unlikely. Very unlikely. Happen. Um, I would consider them starting pool over Thompson before that. But you got to remember, I mean, how many games has Clay even played since he's been back? Dating back to last year, right? Like, you know, you, you're out of basketball for two years. It's going to take some... I mean, it it takes some time to, especially when you have two injuries like that. It takes some time to figure out what you're capable of and what you're not. You know, you're he's gonna struggle trying to find a new role on a team that he joined midseason. Does that, does that kind of make sense? Like, well, it does. But then even this season, it's like, all right, he's had a whole off season, went through the playoff run with them. It seemed like no, I agree. Hey, it's, you know, it's, he's gonna come out and maybe come out firing a bit and. It's definitely left off. And it's definitely concerning. Um, I'd have to look into this and see where his, because his biggest value, in my opinion, even back in the day, uh, was his defensive perimeter defense. That, that to me was right. his biggest value. And if that, I'd have to look at the numbers and, and film. It's lacking I have, there. Too, I have not that's to see if it truly is lacking. Or, I mean, as a team, they're lacking defensively. They're agreed. agreed. So I don't want to put all the blame on him. Um. He can't move like he used to, though, man. 
I, yeah, it's a fair assessment. Very clear. It's a and, fair assessment. Uh, I, you know, when it, your staples three and D, and while the defense isn't really there and the shots aren't falling, I, I really think if he gets on like one of his Clay Thompson hot stretches, that's when. If I was running the Warriors, I would trade him and get as much value as you can before his contract expires. And you don't you trade or paying. I, I disagree. You st- they're already paying him, so that's one thing. They're already yeah, going to get him at a, if they re-sign him after next season. Uh, they're going to get him cheaper. He's like he's not going to be worth the contract he signed two years ago. There's no like there's no fair, way his age, there's no yeah, way his fair. agent is gonna go and say oh we need we need a max like no he's got an injury history he's gonna be in his low thirties I mean or maybe even mid thirties at that point like it's not I, I guess it really depends cheap. where we think the contract's gonna fall because yeah if he takes a hometown discount I guess it really doesn't matter like you said if you just move him to the bench but I you I know, don't I think just... he's gonna play for anybody else that's it's just not the Warriors' mo. Number one and number two, I. That's fair. It's like when the Bulls statement. tried to trade Pippen, and Jordan was like, "No." <laughs> like the Bulls had that deal set for T Mac in '98, and they were. Getting but they still, they still traded them, didn't they? After Jordan retired. Yeah. So I'm in this right. case Steph Curry. Look, I don't. I'm not Steph Curry. I don't know if he's going to do the same thing, but I would anticipate he would be like, "You, you move him. You move me." Or I'm not. Mm. I'm retiring. Yeah. No, it's fair. Um, but yeah, I I, I'll ask you this then. They're four and seven. Um, they're four and one at home. Zero and six on the road. Mm. Lost five straight before last night. Barely came back. Riding Steph. Uh, looked at the box score from last night. Very interesting. Jordan pulled two points. Not a lot of shots either. And again, that's why I really think this team. Is are they just a rotation issue? It's, that's it's what really I just a matter. Are of, they just young, trying to figure yeah. out a new roster, trying to figure out? And listen, I, I really, I'm not going to try and blame James Wiseman for all this, but it's different for the Warriors to have a seven footer in there that, if you give him the ball, can go get his own shot. Not saying he's been the most efficient this year, but it's just a, something they haven't had s- since the dynasty started. You know, yeah. even with KD and whatnot, they didn't have a seven-foot center that can do all the things a center can do. And also, you know, we haven't seen it from Wiseman, but, like, coming out of college, he could shoot. I mean, that was what was like, oh, wow, like, this team's going to be dangerous when he's healthy. And he's been healthy, and he's just been okay. And so I think part of that is they're trying to get him going. But, to only, you know, to an extent, how many games are you going to sacrifice that? I mean, they won against the Kings. Don't get me wrong, but it was only by three, and like it took a pretty big comeback. And he came you, out today. Are you legitimately like, concerned, though? I mean, let's be real here. Legitimately, no. It's some things they can clean up. It, it's not like I'm like, well, these words, but I do think the defensive concerns are that is more something to watch because yeah. Steph is going to be 35 before the playoffs. We already talked about Clay's woes there. They got a couple of the younger guys that can, you know, scrap up and play defense. But ultimately, if Wiseman isn't up to the challenge, there's too many bigs that are going to come out of the East that are just going to have their way. And even in the West with, like, Jokic, him having a full roster is going to be way different than him playing with Austin Rivers in his starting lineup last year. Like, it's it's huge. So 
and, and, you know, look at the Timberwolves. I mean, we'll get to them too. And obviously I think they're still going to make playoffs, but they have their concerns. How are they going to guard Towns and Gobert, even with just Wiseman? Like they, they yeah, have a serious size issue and it's getting exploited. I think that's the only way you can really beat them realistically is you just have to consistently score and hope you can limit them, you know, shooting wise for the night. I think that, and I, I, I honestly, I'm not concerned about the Warriors. First off, they played 11 games. <laughs> they have an entirely new bench. They do this every couple of years. You know, they just completely reshape the entire structure of their team besides the three guys, you know, Steph, Dre, and Clay. So um, you got so many. It, it goes deeper than Wiseman, too, with guys who are like first or second year players who are like 21, 20. 22, 19. Yeah, no, like, like Kuminga, Moody, Kuminga, you know, Moody Wiseman. Like, you got it. Like, you have all this young talent, and they are in a great system. They won a championship last year. They were on the roster, so they have that incredible playoff experience, right? Like, uh, I'm not worried. I think that it takes time to develop talent. No. no. And for comparison, when you bring up the 11-game sample size, in NFL comparisons, it's – like mathematically comparable to like two and zero, three and zero, or like zero and three. If I'm right, I wouldn't even correctly. say I wouldn't even say that because in the NFL, mathematically, if you go zero and two, you're like ninety percent of the time out of the playoffs, like eighty eight percent. Yeah, so that would be like zero and nine. Yeah, and 10, you would have to be like zero and ten. So real, realistically, uh, to be like three games off five hundred. Yeah, that's we'll called like a, a, a like a rough one and one start. And we know in the NFL after week two, for those that have been listening to that, we were never really sold right away on anybody. We had our, you know, presumptions and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But I remember back in the time I was like, yeah, the Vikings ain't crap. Like after they got blown up by the Eagles, look where we are now. So, well, you got to think even sticking to the NBA. Think about the Celtics last year. Yeah, very true. They, they went they all the way the, and the uh, first half. You know, they were up 2-1 in the finals and were terrible until, like, January 30th. Right. <laughs> and then they yeah, went, like, an 80% clip. So, yeah, I'm not worried about the Warriors. I am concerned about the defense, as we said, but in terms of being there come April and May, they'll be there. No doubt. No doubt. Um, another team I feel like you can't really be concerned about is the Trailblazers, who – have been off to a blazing start. <laughs> oh, that was so cheesy. And that was, really uh, cheesy. That was so bad, man. Oh, that like pained me to speak. And they're, <laughs> I think they're at like the third or fourth seat. They, I think they're third. They I are, actually think they're locked in at three. They're, they're, they're number three right now. There's three Jazz and that, Suns. Uh, Jazz are nine and three. Suns are seven and three. Blazers are seven and three. And then the Nuggets are seven and three. Okay. So, which is interesting. Yeah. Cause, I think it's actually their first couple games. I think they were like two and three to start. But um, anyway, yeah, they look pretty good. Um, it's nice seeing Dame fully healthy and having just a team to operate with. Whether it's going to be enough for them to go deep in the playoffs, uh, let alone, I mean, it depends what the play-in looks like, depending who's sitting there. It's going to be I'll interesting. Take the, uh, I'll take the victory lap on this one right now. Just If Dame stays healthy, I see them as a top six seed. They're going to continue to top six. I mean, out of the play, might keep. We'll see. Israel, if he stays we'll healthy, see. and and if he stays, you know, it's a tough ask because he's doing 
a lot right now. Um, but these are the games. And look, even if you go, go check the receipts, I said, uh, I think they're going to be a play-in team and, and Dame's going to show up and they're going to win the play-in game and make the playoffs. I have them as my eight seed. So um, all that to say, like, if they're going to – these are the games, these are the things they have to do to get there, right? They have to start seven and three and have a stretch of ten games where they win seven, right? And, and even if they go five and five in the next, okay, they still – you know – they're still in a good place because of this hot start. And that's going to, I think that's just going to, it's already mathematically carrying them a long ways in terms of making at the very least a play. And I think they'll be, I think they could be the six seed, especially, I mean, shoot, they're winning a 70% clip and they're looking good doing it. So. Um, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, they've been solid. I mean, they've. Do I think they'll finish as the three seed? No, I, I'm not going to go yeah, that far. It's but, a very, yeah, it's a tough ask. And I could see I don't think the Jazz are going to finish as the first seed. Yeah. Um, well, at that's... this point, I'm starting to buy in, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I, I'm yeah. not buying into anything as the one seed, obviously, but like, I'm sorry. I would have thought them, they're nine and three. I would have thought them to be three and nine at this point. Oh, that, and that would have even been generous, to be honest with you. It was a roster of just kind of whatever. And it's worked. I don't really know how else to say yeah. it. And this is um, like we talked about it too in our NBA preview. Like, there's always one or two things on each conference that happen where that just absolutely nobody saw coming. Some team's going to come out of nowhere and uh, just have a really good season, like the Knicks a couple of years back, right? Right. Uh, right. It looks like right now it looks like it's going to be the Jazz. We'll see if they can hold on, but. Um, no, yeah, they're off to a good start as well. And uh, you say looking good doing it, they have done so. Um, just guys like Marketing come to mind, Colin Sexton, uh, Jordan Clarkson, just names that, you know, they're, they're, I guess when you look at it, you know, as a roster, I'm not going to say they're deep, but like everybody they put on the floor can play. Like when Rudy Gay is at the end of your bench, I feel like that's solid. Um it's just it's just team basketball, man. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, team, like it's, team basketball and good defense. It's right. It'll take you a long ways, clearly. Yeah. So, we'll you know we'll see how long again how long that lasts and you know continues because I do want to monitor to drop some. I do want to monitor the current 14 seed. I just want to say this. We don't have to talk about them, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. Any uh any change of thoughts here with the Lakers being two and eight? No. Like again, we said it. It's still a small sample size. LeBron has already missed games. If he's missing games, they're gonna have problems. I already said that. Said if healthy, this team is gonna be far. But if LeBron's gonna be hurt, you can put that in the mud. That's like the 2016 Cavs. It, like it, it changes everything. It's so that's my uh cop out. If you know, it tends to be a problem. <laughs> All right, at least but, you admitted it was a cop out. <laughs> oh yeah, if it, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying. Oh, they right couldn't now. stay like, healthy. It is really if, but if, yeah, if that like core is not together for at least sixty games, even fifth, like they're gonna have problems. You're such a like it. Out. This is exactly why not, I put though. them as missing players. Like, yeah, I mean, it will it's, not be healthy, and, and be yeah, bad. I just didn't want to speculate on like, oh, like I'm just assuming they're gonna get hurt because, like, at a certain point, I'm like, okay, they keep getting hurt, like it's got to stop, right? And no, so far it hasn't. That's not. Um, no, nah, I mean, it, it has with KD, 
Like he's, he's you know, he had those severe injuries, but most of the time, yeah. But there's healthy. a difference like, when it's there's a difference when it's like one outlying severe injury or like a Clay Thompson situation where it's like two back to back, and when it's like oh Anthony Davis sprained ankles, tweaked his back, pulled his hamstring, needs but back he's surgery. been mostly fine. I know, it's, but it, like. It, ironically, I was Anthony Davis has been pretty healthy this year, although we have only played ten games. But yeah, um, and Russ doesn't miss games really. Yeah, he's been so durable his entire career. I just I just stand by what we said before. Like they have to make roster changes if they have a chance, and if they're gonna be fifteen games behind five hundred by the All Star break, they're not gonna make those changes. They're just gonna say they're just gonna quit. And LeBron, Which, you know, is... LeBron will pass Kareem, and um, they'll consider that their win for the year. But right, yeah. and I'm not gonna, you know, go too much into it because I'm really just hoping at this point and just waiting it out. Obviously, I don't have much to be impressed over, other than Westbrook has looked good. And we might touch on a little bit more of that later, but um, he's this bench thing really worked. So if they start making the right roster moves and whatnot, like we've been kind of talking about, um, things can only go up from here. But uh, other team that you were high on being, I mean, your second seed, the Timberwolves. And they, I believe, was it four or five straight that they dropped? And um... ultimately there's just been a lot of like, just I've seen just back and forth between them, like Cat calling out Anthony Edwards clips of Anthony Edwards kind of just chillaxing and ultimately Towns is not being good with Gobert on the floor like efficiency wise plus minus all that stuff just watching it like it's just kind of a bad fit Towns is not athletic enough to be playing the four or really anything but the center and you have too much tied up in Gobert and Towns to not really start them both it's gonna be really tough to bring one of those dudes off the bench so uh what are your takeaways here? I, I mean, because this was a team this that is, on yeah. papers, probably a really good 2K team, but the fit is just not there. And they, they can't shoot. They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams right now. So, Which does surprise me with, with D'Lo and Edwards uh, and Towns. I feel like they're all decent enough shooters to not yeah, be Edwards bottom, not be bottom tier. Be Edwards maybe a That's been his, his shot selection has been, you know, always questions, but Towns and yeah, even D'Lo is a. I would definitely say D'Lo is an above average three point shooter, and then Towns is elite for his position. Yeah. Um, so so very I'll bizarre. say I'll say this. Um, I've never really liked Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> wow. I I've never been. I, I see it. I see the vision. I see why people like him. I think he's. I just straight up think he's soft. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to pull the Kobe, but I, I, there are people out here who agree with this take. I think that he just does not play the big man position like a big man. You know, we've had this debate about Joel Embiid, and, and you know, that mm. it's just kind of a new era of big man. And Carl uh, Anthony Towns, I just don't think that he's mentally got it. So if I, if I was, I would test this out. I mean, look, they're five at six. So say what you want about chemistry issues and whatnot like they're right in the mix you know <laughs> we talk about no, the Warriors. it's not over no it's not over at all not even close uh, you gotta remind remember too they're, they're probably in the same vein as the warriors they're trying to figure out their you know their rotations their what works best with who you know you add in a piece like gobert you know 
you got to change everything, right? You got to change who's on the floor. Do we want to play Cat at the five and Gobert at the four, or vice versa? Do we want to? They're not going to bring Cat off the bench, but you get my point. Like, do we want to? What? What do we want? This guy who's coming off the floor first? Who's going back on? Who's in at the end of the half? Who's in at the end of the end of the game? Uh, that sort of thing. <clears throat> what sets are we running with them on the field? Bless you. Bless you. Thanks. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I said field. I meant court. But you get what I'm saying. Um, if this continues to be a problem, I would go. I would move Carl Anthony Towns. He seems to be the stem of mm. his chemistry issues, but that's just me. So it's fair. Because I think I think Gobert is more effective as a big man. That's just like the bottom line. Yeah, it depends on you. Yeah, obviously, what you look you at. You don't like they don't offensively. Need, he provides nothing, and they, they don't, don't I guess need Carl Anthony Towns' offense. Though. That's that's yeah. basically what I'm they, saying. The when defense Edwards, is more valuable to them right the defense, now. Yes, because that's no, where Carl Anthony Towns is. I'm not going to say horrible, but poor in my opinion. Um, very good comparative to the talent, rest of the league, yeah. but he's not a good defender. And when you're a big man, that's like a core staple of being a big guy. So yeah, um, I think they'll make it work. I, they'll figure it out. I'm, I'm not too worried about it. Two seed might be a stretch, but it was a stretch at the beginning of the year. But I'm not going to go. I'll, I'll back up the take still. If anything's still possible. I mean, they're four games back. It's mm. not, yeah. You know. And, you know, you're, you're fair to, you know, think what you may. And, like, again, it's still – I do early, see the concern. But I, I do. I it's, it's concerning in the sense that, yeah, they're trying to figure things out. I get Gobert's a big piece. But, like, their starting five remain the same, similar to the Hawks and the Cavs. And we see, like – the Hawks just inserted DeJounte Murray and they look insane. The mm-hmm. Cavs inserted Donovan Mitchell. They look even more insane. And so not as insane as the Bucks, but you see the, you know, you there's see a the impact right away. Yeah. Which and difference? That's, I guess I just was expecting a little more. I definitely expected over 500 at this mark, but being five and six is not they're, that far off. They're one it's game more of just. Yeah. When I watched against that Bucks, uh, you know, Bucks Timberwolves game, I, I was hoping to kind of see the Timberwolves cause problems and like really scare me, and that just really wasn't what I got. It was like, yeah, no, Bucks still in control, and we're missing, you know, Middleton, Connaughton, and Ingles, like three key guys in a rotation. I'm not a, uh, I'm not, I guess, impressed by the yeah. Timberwolves right now, and. We'll see, you know, but right now they don't they don't pass the eye test. Yeah, I, I can see that. I'll have to watch watch them be on the lookout to watch a game this week of them because I really I've maybe caught a Towns quarter. just looks he looks so out of place all the time. I, I get three pointing is his like strong suit, but he's just not a threat off ball. You know what I mean? Like he belongs yeah. down in the paint and it's just a weird fit from what I've seen. Yeah. Maybe they make a move. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know if there's many buyers out there. Uh, towns, so no. Uh, I, there might be. There might be. But what do you? What do we say about a, a Wiseman Towns ordeal? That would be a terrible be... fit. Oh gosh. Well, He's you so bring bad, wise. They need interior defense. Yeah, but it would be kind of insane to watch that shooters everywhere. Kind of crazy ball. I feel like they're just buying completely their system. Who's they even who's, had a true center gonna, for years? You're gonna put Draymond on Jokic? Yeah, I mean it's it's worked. That's really. I mean, it, 
yet towns they'd probably just put on them they wouldn't be great and you could do his thing but you're hoping that they're just so elite offensively like towns would just break the game it'd be an interesting it's an interesting, it'd be an interesting fit in their system but it, yeah it's it's more or less just because i don't think wiseman fits there either and this way wiseman could come off the i don't think the warriors are going to move wiseman and i think wiseman has more trade value than just a swap for Carl Anthony Towns, in my opinion, at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And he's 20 I, years old, right? Like, uh, he's, he's been around like two or three years, durability, and even just some of the trade offers I saw going into this season. It was not a level of Towns, I don't think. But that that could, you know, go back and forth all day, depending on who you ask. I, I didn't think Demonis Sabonis was worth or Tyrese Halliburton. And here the Pacers are still 500 because they were able to steal them from the Kings. So that's well, Okay, we're talking about really, it, one of the best managed franchises in the history of sports and the Sacramento Kings here. So we're pretty much the worst. It's <laughs> one of the I've ever worst. seen. So worst. It, it, again, in the NBA, value kind of changes on players who, depending on who you ask, which is kind of what's pretty cool. Depending on how you view the game, is how you view a player. Um, but yeah, that's really uh I, I would say the big wow, takeaways only twenty six from the week. Wow. I know it seems like he's been in the league forever. Yeah. That's why it's the that does change make this work. It does but, change my, my thought process a little bit. Yeah, like the, 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 the trade value is definitely still high. Um yeah. however, I, you know, we'll see. Uh, all this is just speculation. It's we'll see at the trade deadline. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I think this year is me a lot of movement. I really do. I'd love There's to see it. We saw it in the NFL. Movement's fun. It's fun to talk about. Yeah, and it seems to just kind of ramp up every year. Um, so. But uh, yeah. all right, let's let's talk about some um, some sleeper contenders here. Um, yeah, because I think we mentioned a couple earlier. We, we do. We have talked about a couple teams, but I'll, I'll go first. Team that's left off the page to me. You mentioned them, but uh, the Hawks are way better than I would have thought they'd be. Yeah, they, I'm glad you brought them up. They are. I really am. Like you said, they put Dejounte and Murray in there, and all of a sudden, it's not 100 percent all on Trey Young. And uh, they are seven and three, and they're a legit seven and three. They're the Bucks' first loss. Yep. Without Trey Young. Oh wow, I forgot about that. I knew that. Dejounte Murray had a day. That was let's let's let's, let's quite the game. Dejounte Murray, twenty five, eleven, and yeah. eight. Wow, uh, they he got twenty four out. out of AJ Griffin, fourteen out of Justin Holiday, and then the Bucks. Which is an anomaly. I'll say that AJ Griffin's he's all right, but the Bucks were missing Middleton. Correct. Oh yeah, and Connaughton and Ingles. And Connaughton. So that yeah. that rotation's thin right now, but but they've been rolling. Regardless, yeah. Regardless, right? It, the fact the Hawks were able to step up and uh, they did a lot of interesting things with having Capella and Okongwu in there, like just being able to kind of jam up Giannis, being able to match the size with like John Collins, um, as well as they could. Could be the, the recipe. Could, it you know, is. We talked about that a couple and, weeks back. Like, what's the recipe to beat the Bucks? Get a bunch of guards and then get a bunch of tall guys. And uh, well, yeah, I mean, contain. honestly, the yeah, the recipe is just make them make free throws. And, um, no, you're right. And honestly, the the Dejounte Murray is really 
it not only does two things. It once takes a lot of load off Trey Young. Is you saw he didn't have to play and they still won. But the second thing is defensively, that is a game changer because my thing. When we'll talk about the Cavs because I think they're still a sleeper contender. But my I, primary I issues, I don't have them written down because I don't think they're a sleeper at this point. Well, they're a sleeper for me because they're they're big and it's primary issue and really their only issue, but it's a big one is they have two guards that are standing at 6-1. And just realistically, you're and not going to run into teams that Murray. have guards that small. How tall is DeJounte Murray? I know he's, he's six, taller than six. He looked wow. big out there. And that was – it was like when him when he was marking like Holiday, it was like, whoa, wow. And then we start kind of going off Grayson Allen. So then he started just marking Grayson Allen. And, and he would get under screens and still contest a three. Like – it was, it yeah. was crazy. So that is a game changer for them. I think the Hawks could go as high as one of the better, like top three seed in the conference. Realistically, this team is deep. They still don't have Bogdanovich back. That's another tall shooter for them, three and D wing. And I just, I loved what I saw from them. Obviously not that they beat the Bucks, but it was impressive. That's no, it's more than just a one. Ask. It's more than just a one night showing, too. How do you want to agree. emphasize that? It's been all this season. Is, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I could see him as a top three seed right now. Um, and the East is packed, in my opinion, because the Cavs are who I thought they'd be—a <laughs> really good yeah. regular, a really good regular season team that, like you're saying, probably might have some issues in the playoffs. Um, yeah, they are. I think you hit it on the head, and I'll move on to the Cavs here, but. Because is that your East sleeper contender? Definitely, yeah. That's my yeah. East sleeper contender. It's hard. Like I said, it's hard for me to call them a sleeper when they're eight and two and uh, sitting at the. But going seed. into the season, we'll call yeah. it relative going into the season. Relative because going like into the most, season, you know, I had them at the two seed or the one seed. So the Hawks? Uh, no, the the um, the Cavs. Oh, the Cavs. Yeah, no, that's yeah. If we're referring to the Hawks, that's I feel like that's no, what a sleeper. I had the in. Hawks. Missing the playoff. Oh no, the seven seed. So you yeah, had six playing. for the Hawks. I had seven for the Hawks. I had Cavs at the one, um, mm. which is very interesting. But yeah, let's pivot to the Cavs. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head. I really don't have that much to add to the fact that uh, their biggest issue is going to be height. I think their interior defense is really good, and Mitchell is Mitchell is a decent perimeter defender. Uh, he's just six one. So, you know, say he has to guard DeJounte Murray. It's going to get interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you're leaving Garland on an island, essentially, with Yeah, because now you're saying you, they probably match up. They probably match up Mitchell with Trey Young, if you ask me, but because he's more of an offensive threat. Um, but, but then, then you get, that, like you get that mismatch just, with Murray. So yeah, I don't know what they oh. Um, But. Yeah, the Cavs, I think they're like, this is, you go check the receipts. I said this, I said they're going to win a lot of regular season games. I don't think that they're going to come out of the East. <laughs> yeah, which is fair. Just given like the age of the roster, they don't have anybody that's like proven um, in the playoffs other than Donovan Mitchell. And, and I guess, you know, Kevin Love back in the day. I mean, that's, you know, he is solid though off the bench for him. And that's, what makes the yeah. team interesting is they actually do have surprisingly good depth. Um, but we we will see, you know, how far of a playoff run they do go. Because I, I, I'm assuming they're going to get there, especially what we've seen so far. They should be in. Um, but we'll see. 
at the end of the day, like it's just that's kind of what the NBA is this far into the season. Uh, we're, we're really getting reads on teams, but there's still 70 games to go and a lot of trades that are going to be happening. But no, the, I, I would, I think, yeah, how about West. the West. Yeah, how about the West? Yeah, there's, there's uh, my it really, I swear to God, if you see the Grizzlies, I'm going to be so mad at you. Nah, because it, it honestly is not, not a sleeper, sleeper for you. It's really you have not been hyping up the Grizzlies, right? And when when I think of sleeper, it's a team that I feel like people kind of just write off because as good as they were last year, you just look at the roster and it's just Luca and everyone else. And I really think Luca has not had a game under thirty points this year. It's like forty and thirty five every other night. This dude has been nuclear, and they don't have a whole lot around him. It's like Dinwiddie can sometimes take the ball out of his hands, but if either of those guys miss time, like I, I seriously don't know who dribbles the ball up the floor. Like it might be like Reggie Bullock, <laughs> I, I, or like, I really, you know, I really don't know either. So or like Mark Cuban, like like really not. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they do not have a lot of depth at the guard right now. And obviously we knew that was going to be a problem with Brunson, but they're kind of like a go out and get like a Mike Conley at the deadline. Now, even like Goran Dragic, uh, Kobe White, I feel like is actually available from the Bulls. But there's there's a there's a trade market there to go get another guy that can take some of the weight off Luka Doncic because that's really all they need right now is just another guy to facilitate. So you can you just you can use Luka in a different way. Their offense is yeah. so predictable right now, but the talent is they're missing. There. And people have said this before. They're missing Pippen. They are. They really that's are. It, it doesn't like have to be a wing just, player, but that that's it. No, a defensive stopper that can just consistently, you know, give you something offensively and just be a threat. And they don't really don't have a threat. Like their next like real threat is Christian Wood, who has been playing very well, but it's not in level like a Pippin, like you're saying, to make this yeah. team a contender. That's why they're still a sleeper. They got to make the move. They got to go out the deadline, be aggressive, yeah. get that or find, next guy. Honestly, find it in the draft if you want to. They got time in terms of uh, Luca being young if they're looking to build for the long I don't know. What is his contract extension? That doesn't like, matter. What? He's not going anywhere. They're going to pay him a lot for however many years. Yeah, no, that's that's a valid. I mean, just, I'm just saying uh, he's on a five-year deal. He just signed. Oh, he did sign that match. He signed it. He signed an extension. The, the rookie. To his rookie. Yeah. Right now, I think he's on his rookie deal. I think he's on his nope, rookie. No, nope. this is the first. This is the first year of the new contract. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's good there for, for the a Mavericks' long sake. Um, I, I'm just saying that's would be my sleeper contender. Just in the fact that they're a move away, and uh, like it's it really is that, like it's you know, like a Tobias Harris, like there is an, an option. It's like oh, it's not a huge deal, but it is considering how no depth can be seen anywhere on this roster. I should have yeah. looked at their team for who we play for, and just obviously I should try to <laughs> name the roster, but we'll get into that later. Um, um, yeah, my that's sleeper definitely my in the West. The West. I'm glad we don't have the same one. So I wrote down two teams. Um, yeah, I did write the Blazers because yeah, that's a clear one. We, we, talked, we talked about, about it already, that. so I don't need to say anything. But um, and I stated by contender, I think that they could get out of the play-in. I think that that is, I could see that happening and maybe winning a playoff series. 
but and who knows might, the team it might be their ceiling know. right so um the other one now they are in a two-game losing streak so their record doesn't look as good as it did when i was looking at this preparing for the week but uh right i still really love this roster and it's super young relatively young i think the pelicans are a sleeper team in the west right now that everybody was like really hyped up on preseason they're like oh that's my sleeper team and it got to the point where i was annoyed because i was like yeah they're not a sleeper team if everybody's picking them like they're they're not a sleeper. but now they're five and five and i feel like they're starting to fall under the radar as they start to settle into like actually having Zion play every night and uh, with McCollum, which I still loved that deal for them. Um, yeah. And I think that Ingram is going to, he's taking, he took a huge step last year. He's going to continue. I mean, he had, I believe he had 25 last night. Let me pull that up. Played the Pacers last night. Ingram had 29. Williamson had 26 and McCollum had, um, and McCollum only had nine. Jeez. So, and you're forgetting, and, I, and I'm and i actually a Joe, I'm a Valanciunas fan too. I think he's really good and he's underrated. So I just like the roster. The ceiling, that's where I get a little hesitant because they're in the West, which I don't know why New Orleans is in the Western Conference. We could talk about that some other time. But yeah, it's like it, Minnesota. It really, it really doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, New Orleans is even farther East than Minnesota, right? At, right. Least, at least with Minnesota, it's like, well, they're, west of most teams where it's like new orleans i'm pretty sure huh. east of chicago yeah, <laughs> so it's track. like it doesn't make any sense to me and especially when they were uh, i guess they no yeah they were in charlotte and then they went to new orleans yeah. they were the charlotte hornets of the 90s and they were the new orleans hornets with chris paul and then they now they're the pelicans and then the hornets mm-hmm. got another they got a franchise back but um I got the Bobcats back, but yeah, I I don't really have much more to add. I just think that the roster is really good, and right now they're sitting at five and five. But I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, no, I mean they're definitely. I don't know where I had them, but I do think there's no way they don't make the play in. There's a couple like bad teams in the West, like Spurs, Rockets. Uh, like there's just no way they get there. So that levels out the field a bit, um, and honestly when the team is healthy and all playing together as a unit, it's a very scary start at five. I mean, that's what I'm saying is it's kind of like your take on the, on the Lakers. (laughs) Yeah. Like if they're all, you have CJ McCollum running a point. You got Herb Jones and Ingram as your two and three. They got Zion at the four with Valanciunas at the five. What's the weakness in that group? Cause I'm not finding one. I'm not. not CJ McCollum being, yeah. Yeah, everything's there to inside scoring, inside defense. Like everything you can think of is accounted for. And I think that they've um, just played so little games together. That it's, right. It's kind of like what I said about the T Wolves. Like just waiting to see. Just wait, wait it out. Like when we get to the All Star break, it'll be a real conversation, right? They'll play half right. the season, a little bit over half the season, played 50 games. It's like, okay, if they're still 500, then it's like, yeah, it's probably about as good as they're going to get. But yeah, you also but have B a Celtics now is all right. Yeah, you know it's. I would. Say I just think the right roster right is there. It's a sleeper roster, and uh, they were really overhyped. I think because people had them as like their 
top five seed preseason. And I was like, they just have, they just haven't played games together. That's the bottom line. They haven't played any games together, especially since McCollum got there mid last season. He hasn't played with Zion. Right. He's played 10 games with Zion. That's it. Yeah. It's going to take time. Definitely. But uh, no, it's definitely, I would agree. It's a, that's a major sleeper. Um, excuse me. We can uh, move on over to, uh, we got a couple couple segments. That's for sure. Yeah. We got our usual. We we you know we got our better, better or worse. worse. Uh, but I, I kind of want to start. It's nice ending off with the better or worse. The who he play for is who he play for. Inspired comedic by, relief. Inspired and, by yeah. TNT. Right, and uh, I just I kind of want to go on a limb here. I, I got five guys lined up. Okay. I want to see if you can just get three of the five. Correct. I am very. I have a feeling that you may get a little, them all I did wrong. some homework, but yeah, I am not confident. Just, just, just to clarify, like this, I might have to tone this back a bit next week. Uh, one of these guys, I actually had to, I wrote them down. I had to go back and look up what team he was on. I was like, oh I actually, I, I forgot that quickly. And uh, oh so we'll gosh. just get right into it. Who he play for? Frank the Tank Kaminsky. I looked at this today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I think he's in. All right. Here's who comes to mind. I, he's not in New Orleans or not in Charlotte anymore. Um, no. I'm thinking it's either the Spurs or the Nuggets mm. or the Grizzlies. Mm. I think it's the. No, it's not the Spurs. The Spurs was somebody else. Um, I think it's the Nuggets. No, no. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh, this is so good. Uh, San Antonio. <laughs> final, final answer. San Antonio. Final answer. Yeah. So he's actually out east. I saw him last night. He was on the Hawks. I saw him at the end of the bench. I was like, Oh no! Wow. I got. He was a late off. addition. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Frank Kaminsky, Frank man. Kaminsky the Wisconsin team. legend. Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> I wasn't even close. Yeah, I, I was wanted to play. I didn't even have the right conference, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. I, I would say some right, of them uh, right, might I'm going to kick you off. I'm going to kick you off. with. It should be a layup for you. But when I saw this guy, I was like, dang. I didn't think he – I thought he retired from – five years ago oh no but it should be a late i think you should get this okay yeah who he play for serge abaca oh dude that's my team he's on the box okay good okay yeah, yeah. okay but no i saw i, I admit this you thought me. he was he out was of play for if he was playing for anybody else you would not have any idea fair enough yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would yeah. probably have no idea uh, kind of looked like at his other... numbers last night. He had four points and four rebounds. So he's oh yeah, not... he's like as mid as they come. Like I'm actually I, I, no, I literally thought he retired. I literally thought he retired in 2017, like yeah. from OKC. I didn't know he played for anybody else ever. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair take. And uh, he's always on 2K. I the too. thing is, he's always on 2K now as the analyst too. So like, I, I think he's yeah. Like you go into my career on 2K on next gen. And he's and like Serge is in there. I didn't even know that. Insert. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's Perkins actually. Oh, 
<laughs> getting the two thunder oh former thunder bigs mixed yeah, up former that's okay thunder bigs hey you know we'll, we'll keep it with the uh mid big men uh we know where brooke lopez plays for but where's robin these days do you have any idea where Robin, Robin Lopez, Lopez is in Europe? I'll give bro? you a hint. We've talked about this team today a good portion. Robin. We definitely talked. It, it was one of the teams like we spent time talking about. I well, that's not good. Where was he last year? Was he in Chicago? He was on the Magic recently? last year. He was on the Magic last okay, year. Okay, well, if he's on a team like the Magic, I have no. Well, team. we didn't talk about the Magic. So yeah, we, we, yeah. We so is he? We talked about today. Oh, he might be in Portland. I think he's in Portland. Portland is a good guess. I think he might have been like two or three years ago. He is on the Cavs. Yeah. I don't know if he's suited I, up. I've but... watched like three Cavs games this year. Yeah. yeah. He might be one of those guys that's at the end of the bench. And uh, yeah, so uh, might have been cheating a little bit on my part there. All but right. I did say really the only, uh, you know, qualifying factors, like they got to be like four or five years into the league. Like we got to. Yeah, yeah, you have to remember who they are. Yeah, um, but yeah, who you got next? All right, all right. This, this, all right. Is great. this is fun. This is, great. this is fun. So you actually mentioned this guy today. Okay. So I'm very. I I don't know. I actually am still going to go with this, uh, and I'm not going to say who he played for last year, but uh, who he played for, Austin Rivers. Oh man, see what's great is I actually had him wrote down too. So oh. I know he plays for the Timberwolves, but I will tell you what, uh, that was another one that I literally <laughs> only knew because of watching Bucks games. Like <laughs> I, I probably would have thought he's still on the Nuggets. I never saw that transaction until seeing him again on the bench against Bucks. But all right, I'll give you, I'll give you another one then. I only have five. Yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, who he play for? Danny Green. I actually do know this. He's on the Grizzlies. Dang I know he's coming back from Torrey so That was a good one. Dang and again, another one, I just was reading some articles and whatnot. I stumbled across him. So I got lucky there. Um, wow. Okay. So I'm actually doing all right with yours so far. I think I might stump you again. I, I wouldn't we be shocked. See. I right? wouldn't be shocked. This is, I'll, I'll definitely say this is, uh, He's on it. Like he, he's, he plays. All right. He definitely plays. <laughs> it's not a Robin Lopez deal. <laughs> Jamichael Green. Bro. <laughs> and he's I definitely. Have no clue. He is on a contender. He is on a surefire contender. He's on a, contender. Contender. He's on on a surefire contender. He, yes. Who was he on last year? Was he on? Why did the Rockets come from here? Is that because of Jalen? Because um, I think you're thinking of, yeah, Jalen Green or Jeff Green. Uh, Jamichael Green was on the Nuggets last year, but I'm uh, I will I will also put Denver out, is like he's not a contender and he's not on the Nuggets. Denver Denver is like the Raiders team. Players go there and you forget they exist, and then they appear yeah. other places. And you're like, oh, where's he been for ten years? Like, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Jamichael Green is on a contender. Oh, is he on? Is he in Phoenix? Oh, mm. is he on Phoenix? Is he in Phoenix? I've actually watched a decent amount of Suns games. I think he's in Phoenix. I might be thinking of Damian Lee, but I'm gonna go with Damian. Or I'm gonna go with Phoenix. Yeah, you're definitely thinking Damian Lee, and uh, it's basically a swap because Jamichael Green's on the Warriors. He's on the Warriors. 
yeah. I was oh watching. I'm like, God. who is that? And he played extended time. <laughs> it was all, all I right. thought it was Jeff Green for a second. I got I got three more for you because I just I did think of another, got another one. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna write it down though, because I'm not gonna say it right away because I think you're fair enough. Um all right. <laughs> I'm gonna be shocked if you get this guy because I was absolutely certain he was still playing for the team that he played for last year. Um, okay. Who he played for, Bruce Brown. Oh man, I'm so sorry that my knowledge is this good. He's on Are the Nuggets. You kidding me? He, I, I remember seeing that. And I was like, oh, that might major for them come playoffs. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a good bench move for him. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm, He's I'm on the Nets for a long time. Next year. Also, my last one, I'm just 100% confident you're not getting. Okay. But we'll see. We'll unless see. you saw it, and then, and then it's going to be ruined. But Right. But I, I got two more that I think get easier. Um, you said you've watched a lot of Suns games. We put that. Uh, I think I just ruined the pick, actually. <laughs> well, we'll, yeah. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said that at all. Uh, we'll go to the other guy. Uh, Dougie McBuckets. Where do you think he's playing? Doug McDermott. He's, these are guys that I would have thought to be in Europe right now. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I could do a bonus one after this. I, when was the last time that Doug McDermott played for the Bulls? Oh, man. That's, that's the last time I remember seeing him. Yeah, and I think the worst part is yeah, he actually steadily plays. Actually, minutes. but you, actually, yeah, you might be able to think about it. Think about I may it. have seen him because I remember thinking I was he's still around. Yeah, I'm gonna guess Miami because I remember seeing him playing with. For some reason, I remember seeing him playing with Jimmy Butler and being like, "Oh yeah, it's two mm. Bulls players." You know, old Bulls players playing together again. That, that's kind of weird. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to guess Miami. Unfortunately, yeah, you're wrong. He's on the Spurs, which, I mean, him playing for the Spurs, how yeah, would you I, know? I don't know if I could that's... name the Spurs starting five right now. That's that's, that's fair take. Yeah. I got actually. Devin Vassell for you. That's that that might be Jakob Pertle. That's yeah. Okay. I'll give Kelvin you that. Johnson, I could have, yeah, I, but no, what do you got next for me? Yeah. All right. I'm going to save the, uh, you know, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. For this one, okay. I, go I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say that either it is highly unlikely that you're going to one unless you saw it on an article or something. Okay. Who he play for Matthew Della Ladova. He's still like, he's on an <laughs> NBA team. <laughs> Last year, no he, he played a way. full season last year in Australia and got signed to a team this year. Oh, no, bro. I don't think the Cavs would have picked him up again. No. I'm, you know I'll what? give you that. I'm, He's not in Cleveland. I'm going to say Spurs. So That's a great him. guess because yeah. it's a bad team. It's a bad team. <laughs> it's just, it's, I figured. It's the Kings. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I should have stayed in Australia. Oh, he brutal. literally played a full season in Australia last year. And, and he got signed. I don't think I'm going to look this up. Um, Because it might have been two years since he's been on the Cavs. I got to look this up. No, he was on the Cavs in 2021. 2021-22. 
age 31, did not play other pro league Australia. That wow. Is, that is okay. so bad. That is, yeah, I was not going to get that. He's played that in was good. Three, he's played in three games this year. No and, kidding. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good for him for staying relevant, man. My yeah. my final one to you is definitely a familiar face. Don't know if he's familiar with the team. Who he played for, Taj Gibson. Oh, I literally looked this up. Oh, no. And I can't remember because he was – Okay, where was he last? Gonna be honest with you, as weird as this sounds, that was the guy I uh, forgot as well. <laughs> I wrote him down, and I was like, "Wait, wait, was he? Was it? He's moved around so much. Where well, was he? He's last in the Eastern year? Conference. And last year, I believe he was still with the Knicks. Okay, and he's in Detroit this year." He's not in Detroit. What? He's on what? the Wizards. The Wizards? I don't I remember there how was that a team. Yeah. And <laughs> there, no. It was I very. I was so confident. Yeah, no. I, I feel like Taj Gibson, basketball reference. <laughs> yeah. It was the Wizards. He's never even played for Detroit. Why did I think it was Detroit? Yeah, you might have been thinking of Charlie Villanueva, both bald figures, but um <laughs> oh man. All yeah. right, last guy. Last guy. This guy has a uh a Brandon is it Brandon Skoranek? Is that his first name? From the Rams. He has a he has that kind of vibe to me. Um okay. random white dude who just pops up out of nowhere. Dante oh, DiVancesco. Who he oh. plays. I saw this because the Warriors. Okay. I don't know how much he's played for him this year, but he's yeah, actually getting minutes, some minutes. Yeah, but and he, every time he shows up block, on the you know? floor, I'm like, why is he out there? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> yeah, why is he out there? Like, he does it's not so play. random for that team. It really is. I don't know. If it really serves for them. Dang. But, so uh, I went one for one for five because uh, Rivers doesn't count. Yeah. Dang. Hey, that's not bad, man. This oh, I'm gonna find. No, I'm coming next Chuck week. Usually, with, yeah, I'm Chuck coming next week with young. some with <laughs> with some. Oh, I held back. Some of these bro. names aren't even fair. You're like, who even is that? But hey, you know, if they're vets and we've seen enough of them, they got to be talked about. Oh, um, we can we can end it off scouring the bench. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Some marquee names if you will uh <laughs> we'll, we'll just dive right in because it's getting uh, late here uh we got the better or worse though we still gotta go over because better that's or worse, our game yeah. and there's some so definitely the fun one. interesting names to talk about given i have i so have far. put um i have put some thought into this today I have prepared yeah. every name I'm going to ask you. I've not done this before, so I'm going to see how it goes. But uh, nice, I'll kick nice. you off. I'll, I'll kick you off. I got two names for you, two, two guys for you to go through. We're going to start with Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. I talked about the Pelicans today. Most improved player last year. Love Better it. or worse, Brandon Ingram or Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, see, this is where I, a lot of people might give me flack for it, but I, I really think Brandon Ingram is a better player. I think if you switch those two guys right now, the Warriors are significantly better. 
I understand what Wiggins brings defensively, but I also understand the player Brandon Ingram is. And uh, no matter where he's been, he's been a bucket. He's also, I think, underrated defensively. I mean, the dude is built similar to KD. So, yeah, I'm going with Brandon Ingram. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll keep it rolling. I'm pretty Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson. Yeah, see, I, I can't uh, put him over Zion just due to the fact of what I've last seen from Zion was, again, we're, we're looking at guys when they're healthy. And when he was last healthy, he was getting like 26 a night by just going a paint. I mean, Zion is so unstoppable when he's playing. Um, I think that that I honestly could be a topic for another day, a better horse for Zion because – I'm pretty high on him as well. Yeah. I might go the other way, but um, that's fair because just Brandon from, Ingram is just from relia- reliability in terms of health. Absolutely. Um, but all right, we'll keep it rolling. Brandon Ingram or Paul George? Oh, man. See, and that's, that's a really good one. Um, Paul George gets the nod here just due to the fact he's had playoff success. And like, okay, he's what, about, what, he about, what about tomorrow team. night? Who would you rather have? Paul George slightly. Slightly. Just because okay. he's definitely a better defender marginally. And I could agree with that. Offensively, I think it's similar. Um, I could agree with that. And Paul George yeah, does no. get the nod in defense in my head. Um, all right. So based on the guys you've named, you're probably going to go uh, Ingram here. But I did write him down. Uh, Brent, because I wanted to have low names and high names, depending where we right. But right. Brandon Ingram, he's not playing this year, but he's a big contributor last year. Jay Crowder, yeah, I, yeah. I figured <laughs> based on what you've said, I figured yeah. you go Ingram. Jay Crowder is a good fit with teams, but yeah, he can't do much on his own. Brandon Ingram or Julius Randle? Brandon Ingram, okay, yeah. I don't like Julius Randle, I think he's gonna continue to fall. Two more. Now, I, this is a guy I put on there because I know you really like him. Brandon Ingram or Jaron Jackson? Interesting, but I actually am still just going to rock Brandon Ingram. You can't tell me the job. Brandon Ingram isn't more deadly than Jaron Jackson is entertaining. I think he can continue to develop and grow as a player, but from what I've seen so far, uh, I, I would fear John Brandon Ingram every night, no doubt. All right, all right, fair enough. Last guy, Brandon Ingram or Jimmy Butler? Yeah, so this is where I'm going to finally have to hop off Brandon Ingram train. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is still that guy. I understand the Heat have been sluggish so far to start the year, but he's got to check back to last year's playoffs. I mean, it really any playoffs, his numbers so is, will always increase. He's one of those guys that he steps up. And not so all is, guys can do that. Is Ingram then – what small forwards are you taking before Brandon Ingram? Butler, probably Braun, and KD? I mean, AD, or KD, is that your Yeah, I said KD. Classifying? Yeah. yeah, they said AD for a second. KD, I would, I would take him. Yeah, LeBron, I would take Kawhi. I'm saying um, – okay, Kawhi. I'm saying Giannis is a yeah. four. Yeah, Giannis is a four to me as well. Um yeah, but, I'd have to really actually search because uh, there's really – I mean, you saw Wiggins get the all-star nod last year at the small forward position. It's not extremely deep. 
So I, I do feel comfortable with my ranking. Um, I guess Jason Tatum, I would put over him as well, or Jalen Brown. I really have the three there. Um, all right, but all yeah, right. that was a pretty good exercise. That was, that was no, yeah, for sure, for sure. Good. I love talking to Brandon Ingram. He's definitely a still a very underrated player in my eyes. I'm a fan. I I, I have to agree with basically everything you said. Um, except yeah. uh, I would have given a little more thought. I'm not very high on Jimmy Wiggins. And I would have given more thought to Wiggins because I, you I did mention you did mention playoff success for Paul George. You have to have to keep an even even uh, even scale when you compare the two. Well, it's Wiggins. it's comparative to being the bus driver, if you know what I'm saying. Like I agree, being the number no, one I, guy. I agree, um, but Wiggins. Uh, could, yeah, it's 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 a could debate. make an argument that he was in the convert. He definitely was in the conversation, um, but Finals MVP. You, you could yeah. have made that case, if you ask me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we'll, uh, we'll run into this. I got two guys as well. And the first one is going to be Rudy Gobert. As yeah, much as you, know, you know I'm high on Rudy Gobert. Right. So and You know I naturally, love my defense, too. Yeah, That's naturally. Um, Towns is going to be the first guy up. I have a feeling. I already said. I already said. You said it earlier, right? So next then, because again, you say how much you like defense. Bam Adebayo. Oh, I actually might surprise you here and go Bam. I think Bam is almost just as good, probably a step below Gobert, just because Gobert is getting the DPO-wise almost every year at this point. Right. But he's right. He's the second best interior defender in the league, right? He's right there. And I think Bam brings more on offense. So... Um, I think Bam is more complete in that sense. If I am just trying to play defense, it's Gobert. Um, but Bam is that good of a defender that Gobert's number one advantage over basically everybody else you're going to name. That's where it's at the smallest in my in my head. Okay, no, that's a, that's a very so good Bam. Way to, uh, speak it. All right, all right. I'll uh, I'll go with interesting direction. Anthony Davis. Better or worse than Gobert. When healthy. When healthy right now, I still have questions about Anthony Davis this year. Um, mm-hmm. If you had talked to me in 2020, Davis by a mile over 2022 Gobert. Does that make sense? Um, right. No, it does make sense. But even healthy right now, it, Davis in my head is a little bit how you feel about Clay Thompson. Um, mm. He just doesn't have it. In my eyes, he just doesn't. He's not bad. Uh, he's not as bad as Clay has looked, but I, in terms of I a difference say, maker, stat wise, he's, he's been stat wise, he's there. But in terms of a difference maker on the court right now, if I'm, I'll say, let me say it like this: If I'm playing a a Jokic and Embiid, um, any other big man, I'm trying. I'm blanking on. I mean, obviously, Gobert, if I'm playing Towns, if I'm playing Davis, I would rather have Gobert on my team than Davis tomorrow night. Okay. So, and I'm going to say Gobert. Him, yeah, no, and I kind of saw that one coming. I figured consistency-wise and just, you know, what have you done for me lately? Makes sense to pick Gobert just, just in case there's anything crazy. You're not taking him over, Jokic or Embiid. No, right? no, 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 no. Just – yeah, there does come a there, there does come a point here where offense becomes well actually Bam Adebayo is that point. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. No, offense that's, that's becomes more fair, bad. Yeah. Very fair uh, take on it. And I guess my really only other center that you could just talk about here, um, given his team success. And I guess what he does provide given the Nets days and what he's done for the Cavs, Jarrett Allen. I and actually, I love Jarrett Allen. Really, yeah, you got to love him. I love Jarrett Allen. I think he's a really good player and he's a really good. How how old is he nowadays? Uh, he's still um younger than really? probably we'd realize. I think he might be in that 26, 27 category. Quick Google time. search. He's 24. 24. Yeah, geez. So um, he's got a lot of time. I think that in a year's time, I'd go Allen. But right now, kind of like you with Paul George, Gobert's more proven. No, that's yeah, – that's can respect that. Uh, my, my final question on the Gobert thing, just kind of see where his value do. is. Yeah, Gobert or Anthony Edwards. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, Draymond. Uh no, no. I think Gobert Edwards. is way better than Draymond. Edwards. Seems. Okay, so you, so your your hierarchy for uh, the T Wolves would go as Ant, um, Ant Gobert, Gobert Towns. I might go D'Lo, but sure. Towns. Wow, wow. Okay, I just don't like Towns. I think that he is the problem, right? The problems of chemistry and whatnot that we discussed earlier. I, I think those literally stem from him. I could I, be right. I'm not I in do, the locker. No, I actually I don't no. think like you're technically wrong. I think he's definitely the biggest like non-fit. Like in well, it's of, not like, even it's not even like a non-fit on the court. Like you've seen the stuff about like cat just like criticizing Anthony Edwards' diet to the media. Yeah. Like, why why are you do. doing that? Why are you saying? What are you? What are you doing? Right. Yeah, you think D'Lo so, would like teach him? You shouldn't be saying stuff. To yeah, if you have a problem but... with it, sure. But first off, the dude's twenty. Like, go teach him what to do. And if he's not going to listen to you, okay. But don't go to the media and start off about it. Like, that's just yeah. That to me, no need. And Cat has a history of this kind of stuff. He has a history of just being time. I just think he's soft. But um, no, I, I hear you. I just. You know, I love my uh, offensive weapons, and you do. I, I, I do remember he had, a, he had he had like a fifty twenty game last. I mean that. Oh when yeah, he's on I mean, he can be nutty. So yeah, I I do think the would uh, that be a very interesting conversation if you had him. As I would still take Edwards because man. Edwards Edward to go back to the original question. Edwards' um, ceiling is higher than almost anybody in the league. You could argue. <laughs> Um, yeah, no. If he there's few work, names, he... there's few names that have a higher ceiling than Anthony Edwards yeah. right now. So, for sure, for sure. Um, All right, well, we'll flip it back. We got two, one more each, one more each. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the superstar route here. Better or worse than Luka Doncic? We talked a little bit about uh, they need to find their Pippen, they need to find their Clay Thompson, their number two guy, um, their Kyrie. You could say or their Shaq to their Kobe, whatever. Yeah. Um, right now, better or worse, Luka Doncic or Steph Curry? Oof, yeah, getting right into it because we're diving. Honestly, right it's, it's it's a short list for me for Luka. Um, so we're gonna be talking about some marquee players just by default. It's yeah, we're gonna really just have to stick with Curry because he's 
literally the champion, literally beat Luca in the conference finals. Let me ask you this. Give Luca the nod. If right I were now. in your position, I would take the safe answer too. But let me ask you this. Are the Warriors tomorrow night, if they traded just a straight swap, Luca for Curry? Are the Warriors a better team? No, because their entire scheme is around Curry. Immediately, Draymond you got Luca. I don't. Yeah, know yeah no, I think you could. I think they would just be probably just as good because they would just run a different system. But then Draymond becomes pretty much ineffective. I think maybe Wiseman would become more effective. Uh, Clay Thompson would get some wide open shots. It would be interesting. I, I think Poole might become more problematic because you understand Luca's not an off ball way player at all. And so, as great of a talent as he is. You have to have that team constructed around him. And as much as the Warriors could do that and they'd still be fine with Luka, it's not Steph Curry. Like that, that's just my. Would take the on Mavs it. be worse? Yeah. See, that's where it gets interesting because I would have to say yes, just because what we've seen with Steph without help. Well, and it's like I I do think like Steph is like what do you mean like by the better what do you player mean by help like like when he was you're referring when he to 2020 when when he made the, the play in was, was the in shambles and he was it was barren and team. it was just like Luca I would argue that like, was Steph's like best season <laughs> like that's that's the best I've ever seen that team had no business being anywhere near the playoffs and he was night in night out going 40 or 50. Um, right. just to keep them and afloat and then they barely lost to the play-in so um it's an interesting question i don't i don't, have, an interesting question. I don't have yeah an answer. i don't know if there's a solid answer other than we'll probably see at the end of this year if luca can take those reins but yeah. right now i can't really give it to him safe play safe play yeah perspective got it luca dodgers i think i know where you're going with this uh based on what you just said but uh luca dodgers or kyrie irving yeah, Luca. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Especially when recently came out. Yeah, Kyrie's yeah. never available. That's well, that's a different conversation. But we're yeah, just talking on the floor. Uh, Luka Doncic or LeBron? Yeah, and I mean, if we're talking today, it's Luca. We've <laughs> seen LeBron with LeBron, like like he arguably doesn't better, honestly. Anymore. Yeah, like it's it's to just, go night uh, in and night out. I think you could, if you were playing one game, yeah, you could you could go. LeBron, that's a conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation that I, year. I still might pick Luca. <laughs> I right, still yeah, might pick Luca over thirty-eight-year-old LeBron James. So, yeah, yeah. All right, here's one for you: Luca Doncic, or you know what? I'm gonna flip flop. Uh, Luca or Trey? I'm assuming you're gonna go Luca. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the layup for such a liability. How about how about KD? Oh, because here's where things get interesting, right? In a one-on-one, like KD's beating Luca. However, like you know, NBA basketball, like what helps your team the most? Well, KD they're both is not on islands right now. And KD has been doing worse on that island. With Kyrie, sometimes, even when he was playing, everyone's kind of, you know, critiquing KD for turnover. It's like, yeah, because he's coming up and getting double-tripled. But Luca also finds a way. Like, oh, he just makes that pass quicker. I, I just – Luca is 
one of probably the best playmakers in the league, if not the best, in terms of just the ability he can to pass. It's not that KD can't. It's just he's definitely not on that level. It's hard to be on that type of level. And we're seeing it. I mean, the Mavericks are having success with less, and the Nets are still struggling. So I'm going with Luka, but honestly, like even last year before they got swept, I could have went with KD. I really could have. Okay, that's 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 fair. Um, all right, I got four more. For, I think you're gonna go Luca with this one, so it might be pretty easy. Luca or Dame? No, yeah, Luca. Okay, uh, Luca or Zion? Luca. Okay, Zion. How we getting to the two, to the two, the two good ones here that I got? Luca or Giannis? Giannis. Luca doesn't want a championship and what doesn't Luka, have an MVP either. Right. Like what Luca does, Giannis can be doing. It's just he's way more around him. Okay. Like it's just final. Know. I figured you'd go Giannis, your fanboy. So uh Luca or Prime Dwayne Wade. Peak D Wade. Peak D Wade is great. He is, but he again is not anywhere near the playmaker that Luca was. Really? Yeah, I really, really. Think. What if and I say? Honestly, what I don't if think I in say, a couple of years this is a conversation. What if I say Pete Kobe? That is where you kind of draw the line because Kobe does what kind of Luca has been doing, maybe not to the playmaking extent, but definitely on the scoring level. So gonna roll with Kobe, but it is a very interesting argument. And honestly, I, it could depend on the day with Wade. But you're really the only reason I'm taking Wade is because of like historical reasons, you know, and like so you are taking past. If I were to, that's the only reason I would is be like, oh, because statistically, like he put up numbers for a long time in his prime. It was a pretty long, nice stretch, but like he's never had the peak of Luca, and I don't think he ever. I mean, Luca's just gonna keep. I don't know. You could argue 06 Wade was. Really? Phenomenal, it was, but uh, he wasn't averaging, oh, you know, boy, I'm sorry. thirty point triple double, which I think a thirty point triple double is, uh, you know, in that's imminent for this MVP season. And I'm yeah. just calling my shot now. That's all. What's uh, going sorry, on? Sorry, the fire alarm's going on. Oh, I don't know what's happening, but. Um, I you don't got Russ cooking in the kitchen. Fire. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the ramen noodles, babe. Come on. Um, yeah, geez. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, that made me laugh. Um, all right, I do. I do have one question for you before we close. Uh, did you see the LeBron lying meme that's going around? Oh, it's hilarious. I've I've it's known about known. this. Yeah. I've known about this. But it's it's so working. nice to see it. It's yeah. nice to see it getting tracks. He said on the shop the other day, somebody was like, it was some quote about like talent. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, <laughs> I saved a TikTok and I want to, it, it, I, it combined every single one ever. And it's just like, oh, I, yeah, he, he's a smart man. You know, he's just, He's just a really smart man. And then the worst one I've ever seen, I'd never seen this before. He's on camera talking about Kobe's 81-point game. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, he's, like, he's, he's like, going to go for seven. Yeah, I was, I was 16 years old. I was sitting with my guys. I was just watching the warm-ups. And uh, I was just like, yeah, he's going to go for 70 tonight. 
And I just, I just knew it was going to happen. I can't explain it. I just, I just knew it. Was I can't happen. explain it. It's I can't, like, dude, I can't explain it. And um, I'm pretty sure he says in the sentence that he was like a sophomore in high school. Right. The game happened in 2006. LeBron was in the league when the game happened. So I don't know what he's talking about. It makes Gotta no like, sense. The, the, you, you see where the, the meme stemmed from. Like why it's in conversation. He was saying how oh, you listen to Amigos in 2010 when the they weren't even a group fun. until 2011. And it was like, dude, like you can't. It's like... Oh, geez. I'm so geez. glad you saw that too. That the, I've known about that one. The one that will always stand out to me is when he's talking about Kobe wants the, funny. The Kobe wants funny, but the book to me, I can't. I don't even know what the book. Is. Yo, yeah, he was saying like he read it and like he's like, oh, you know, I've just read notes for years. I just picked it up. I, uh, I just the spark notes. I just started, and uh, you know, he's just. What's your favorite part so far? Then, he's just a really smart man. You know, <laughs> just a smart guy. That's all smart dude. Yeah. It's so funny, but uh yeah, I'm oh, glad man. I'm glad we're on the same page with that one because I that's it's I find it hilarious. So yeah, but I'm yeah. glad it's finally getting traction. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm glad that you know that's the world can see this. So but uh yeah, that closes up shop. Uh we do we do as tradition, um, we need to look up who's playing on Thursday night. So and so we can make our selections. Oh, oh. Get it on get it on the record for Thursday night football because we record. I thought I oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Uh, Falcons Panthers. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh, oh. In, in oh, Carolina. Oh. Gross. Um oh man. Falcons because they've been rolling. Solid I know it's in pick. Carolina. I know pick. it's Carolina. I don't even know who's gonna be a quarterback though. Yeah, that's kind of my concern. Um, and we can talk about this later on Thursday. But yeah, I'm rolling with the Falcons because uh, you know how I feel about the Falcons. So yeah, I'm going they Falcons. Need this game too. I do want to say this: I will be picking Indianapolis this week. I'm just going on the record. I will be picking Indy. Old um, move. Here's why: interim head coaches are always successful for no reason. Like that, just they. I want to know the stat on their record in their first game because it's ridiculous. Number two, they're playing the Raiders. Mm. We'll so, see. We'll terrible, see. Yeah, know. terrible run defense. Jeff Saturday is going to get in there. We'll talk way more about this on Thursday. We're getting right, ahead of ourselves. Right. But uh, interim head coaches is my main reason we're picking that. And Josh McDaniels. So, um, yeah, no, he stinks. Yeah, he does stink. So, with that being said, be sure to check us out on TikTok. Check us out, um, YouTube, subscribe to YouTube, all of our other platforms, Instagram, Twitter, the whole the whole shebang. Um, we're pushing more content out to you guys. We're enjoying this. Let us know if you have any recommendations, um, have any thoughts. Reach out, Instagram, DM us, TikTok, DM us. Um, you guys know the drill. So don't be afraid. Suggestions for better or worse. Suggestions for who we play for. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, give us some feedback. Do what you, do what you, uh, do what you need to do. And uh, – yeah, we got a couple things, a couple fun things planned coming up for you at the end of the month. So, yeah, absolutely. Have a good one, guys. As always, Christian, this is a blast, and uh, we'll see you yes, guys sir. on Thursday. Yep, take it easy. Six,